Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It never is. It's a Wisdom Wednesday. So fired up to talk momentarily with Chris Long. We actually did the interview yesterday. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. It went a little bit longer than I was expecting. So I'm turning it into a two-parter because Chris Long is that awesome. I need to even have him again. I mean, this could have been like a three-parter or a four-parter. Awesome guy, longtime NFL DN. We got into some deep, interesting conversation. Really excited for you guys to check it out momentarily. Um, I should mention, by the way, a couple things before I forget. Next week, we go daily, Monday through Friday. So mark your calendars, mark your whatever. We'll still have Greg every Thursday. Mondays, I'll typically be giving you my takeaways from all of the action in the NFL. Fridays are my picks Friday and talking about the Thursday night game. Greg on Thursdays will have a rotating cast of characters, including active players, on Wisdom Wednesdays. Tuesdays, of course, power rankings. That'll be fun to do my first power rankings next week. Uh, Always enjoy doing that. Two other uh, things of note. Labatt Blue Light is delicious. You should drink it this weekend, Labor Day weekend, with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly, of course. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. But, I mean, come on. We're talking about Labor Day weekend. Is there a better beer to grill out with than Labatt Blue Light? I say no. Then we've got Madden's. We're giving away Madden's like it's candy right now. You guys need to step up and get one. So first of all, we gave away one on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. Then I'm announcing right now our second Mad. These are not just Madden, by the way. These are Madden Deluxe. And it's at MN Fan of the Fix, F-I-X-X 8089 
All we wanted was to subscribe to the YouTube page and comment. And he said, more Ross means more press box food reviews. Congrats on the big gig at CBS. Xbox One, please. Thank you. And in fact, we just posted on social media yesterday on Twitter, at Ross Tucker Pod. We're giving away another Madden this week. All you need to do is rate and review any of the shows on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just rate and review any of the shows, then send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com. That way, you are automatically entered to win Madden number three. Uh, speaking of that email address, mnfanofthefix8089, make sure you email me. We'll get you that, that Madden code. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Well, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. I know I say it all the time, but this is one of those where I've probably had it down on my list to reach out to this guy, to have him on the show for like two years, especially with his show doing as well as it is. But then I realized I kind of know him, but I don't actually have his cell phone number. (laughs) So it's like, how do you get Adam? So finally I got Adam and uh, I, I have him on the show. You know, I'm a long-time stud NFL player. I think I met him at the Rookie Symposium, maybe. He was a panelist after his rookie year. So it has been goes back quite a bit. You know him. You love him. Chris Long. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? Ross, dude. Glad you glad you hit me up. I'll come on any time, bro. I love, like, we were just uh, shooting the breeze off the... Uh off the uh the zoom here you you do great work loved hearing you on the uh, eagles broadcast uh, recently so actually funny story about that symposium i was in a rush to get ready to go down and speak on that panel i slipped in the shower and almost tore my acl that would have been curtains up at the uh, hotel there uh, yeah dude it was crazy i was i was trying not to limp down to the um to the panel but i'm glad you remembered it uh that was a lot of fun man it's good to see you again I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. When you got there to the pen, you're like, yo, I almost just tore my ACL. I almost was IR, dude. I don't know what would have happened, but player tears his ACL. Panelist tears his ACL at the rookie symposium. Uh, that wouldn't have gone over well. So I listen to your show sometimes um, on Monday mornings. I drive back from the Jersey Shore, and my wife and daughters are in the car sleeping. So I listen to your show sometimes. Uh, it's a cool show, man. I mean, obviously, I love Thanks, your man. brother, too. The other guys that you have on. I listened to the when you guys were teaching J.J. Watt how to do marijuana. <laughs> that was unbelievable. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. We land an interview like J.J. Watt. You're like, this guy's been asked everything. Well, I know one thing he hasn't been asked. Uh, and he was a good sport about it. I loved having J.J. on, man. You know. I you know played against him for a number of years. Didn't know what kind of guy he was just because you know some superstars you don't really know what they're like. But I think he's just it's as his career's gone on, you've learned a lot more about him. Like you know the real JJ has kind of come out, and I think it's fun to see him joking and chopping it up and answering questions about pot. No question, <laughs> honestly. Like if I ever came on your show. That would be what I would want to ask you guys about. <laughs> yeah, really? I, like, like I would, I would, I would describe myself, Chris, the exact same situation as uh, as JJ. Uh, you know, like uh, curious, never really did it, but curious. You know, because it does seem like, and I don't yeah. want to go too far down this this uh, road, but it does seem like well, more people, even my age. I'm 44. You know, a couple kids, but more people my age 
feels like they're they're uh, going that way into well, the it's, alcohol. It's hard because so. you know, as an athlete, I think people look at it so counter to like what you do. And now, like as a podcaster, somebody's got to crunch film and take notes and produce a pod and all that stuff. Uh, you know, uh, it's just part of my life. It's not like it doesn't dominate your life. That's the thing that I think the biggest misconception is like when I first started talking about it. Um, Dan Patrick hit me with like a curveball on marijuana, and I kind of just let something slip and. From then, I've seen memes like Chris Bong, where it's like me holding a bong with bloodshot eyes, like I'm coming to your neighborhood to, to, to corrupt your children, and you know, like, no, I like to, I like to sit on the back porch at 10 o'clock when the kids are in bed and and unwind and do do some reading, or if I go to a, a good movie, it always helps throw in a gummy. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with it, and as an athlete, actually, to be honest, it help, it kind of kind of saved me because I could, I could never been able to sleep. Like, I'm an insomniac, like, through and through. And so that's the only way I could actually get eight hours in the league and recover. That's awesome. I You yeah. know, I it, things have just changed so much. I mean, you know, it's so funny too, Chris, because I have, like, eight questions for you. We might not even get to any of them. It's because, awful. like, when I played, so I played 01 to 08. I can't even imagine what it was like when your dad played. But even 01 to 08, it was like... Uh, for sleeping, um, what's it called? Everybody takes Ambien. Ambien. But even before that, guys, like I remember having a couple injuries, and there were like well-known players that were like asking if they could borrow my Vicodin and stuff. And it's like you look back at it now, you're like, whoa! I don't even think that I don't think they give this stuff out like that anymore. No, and listen, I'm not saying it's the perfect medicine because everybody reacts differently to it. There's some pot smokers or whatever who are going to be like it's a panacea just anybody should smoke marijuana all day like i'm not there um but i do think you know that it's an alternative strategy for some people who are trying to perfect their life whether it's their professional life their social life um you know their health whatever now i know like hey like some people tell you, you don't get as good rem sleep if you if you read up on this stuff if you go to bed a little bit high but I'm not going to bed otherwise. So I'll take the the uh, the imperfect REM cycle over, like, staring at the ceiling until 3 a.m. I can't even drink coffee, Ross. I'm not even a coffee drinker. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm just wired. I need I need the help. And they lowered the threshold now in the NFL. If you want to, like, in a serious football sense, I think the NFL is saying, hey, this is something that we can't advertise. It's a state's issue, Right. So every market's not going to be amicable to this, but we're going to lower or raise the threshold to the point where you would have to be high walking into this test to fail it, which is obviously different than when we played where guys would have had to take a month off. So interesting sidebar about the NFL and like, you know, they're very progressive on gambling. They've seen some of the hiccups that have come with that. Some of the suspensions, uh, they want to be more progressive. I would think on this stuff, but they can't just open the gates. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, I mentioned your dad. I, and I know this is a, a question you got a lot or you get a lot, but I never asked it to you, and I never heard your answer. I'm just curious, like, pros and cons of growing up as a football player and being uh, Howie Long's kid, your dad playing in the Hall of Fame, like all pros, or was there ever anybody like, what would your dad say about that, you yeah. know? There's definitely a lot of pros. There's definitely a lot of cons. But even the cons become like a net positive if you experience them and learn from them. Like, you know, the pros are obviously, number one, my dad was able to give me an upbringing that he didn't have. You know, like he grew up without much and 
I grew up with a lot because of football. And so that was a gift that football gave to him. And he was able to, you know, give me and my brothers a safety net that he, that he didn't have. So obviously, just like any kid who is, who's relatively affluent, um, you know, you have more options and you have, you know, opportunities. And, um, you know, I, I think having a dad who has literally seen it and done it, and it's not just like, you know, I've been a football fan for a long time, so I'm like, I walk through the tunnel, and the first person I'm going to see after a primetime game, of course, because on Sundays he'd be on the set, but, you know, if he'd get out for a Thursday or Monday night game, I'd go right to him because I want to know how I played. You know, like, he knows, and he knows yeah. he, he knows the plays I'm thinking about, the ones that I want back. He, want, he knows the good ones. You know, I never get, and I don't want this. You play great, honey. You know, like that's what a lot of guys hear when they come out. And, and you don't want to hear that if you played like crap. But I think the other negative is probably, or the negative is probably, nobody's ever going to judge your career independently. Um, and that's a reality I live in. Like, listen, I had a career that I'm very proud of. If you look at the, you know, the metrics or whatever, like, you know, I, you know, I never would have thought I would have played that long or at a high level uh, at times. And so... I'm very thankful for the career I had, but I think to some people outside of my circle, they're always going to judge you against your dad, who's a Hall of Famer, you know? And um, I could have told you, shoot, when I came in, I'm probably not going to be a Hall of Famer. That's, you know, the, just statistically speaking, to put yeah. together. You know, you talk about Hall of Famers, man, like, you know, over a four-year span, I had 40 sacks. Okay, that's cool, but I would have had to done that for a decade. You know, I'd have had to d done that for 12 years. And that's what separates Hall of Famers, not only being the best at your position, which I never was the absolute best at my position, not even for a week, uh, but also to sustain that high level of play for a very long time. Um, so my dad, man, just what a career and what a friend he's been to me off the field. Um, and at times he's been somebody who's made me tougher, not obviously through just being a tough dad because he is a tough-ass dude, but – you know, the way people treat you because of who your dad is in a negative sense. You know, it's never going to be good enough. You're never going to actually you're never going to actually be proud of your career the way that somebody else did. You know, um, at my dinner table, there's three of us. You know, I'm the I'm the third biggest guy in the family. Uh, you know, Kyle had a great career, the whole thing. So in a good way, it's never about me. Like I didn't retire and I'm not like, oh, what a life I led. I just I did what I was supposed to do. So it's kept me humble, and uh, it's made me better in a lot of ways. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So obviously, you guys can't wait for part two. Part two is likely Monday because we'll have Greg Cosell on tomorrow's show, as we always do, to talk about some of these moves that have been made the last few days, which will be very interesting, by the way. Uh, but we'll probably get to part two of Chris Long on Monday. Uh, might even post that Sunday, by the way. So then you guys, if you're driving somewhere Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever, you can check it out. By the way, watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN is like buying tickets to a Taylor Swift show. 
but only being able to watch the opening act. ExpressVPN allows you to control where your IP address is, right? So the whole point of ExpressVPN is to be able to, to block people from getting your information and, and to be protected. And in doing so, you're allowed to put your IP address wherever you want. Well, based on that, there's all kinds of shows that are available in other countries that you can check out. Um, like, for example, my wife loves The Office. You can watch The Office on the UK um, version of Netflix. Very, very cool. Encourage you guys to do that. You guys know how I feel about ExpressVPN, especially with all these hotels and airports. Be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. You got to use my link, expressvpn.com slash Tucker to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Tuck's Takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with the Indianapolis Colts placing running back Jonathan Taylor on the PUP as no deal was made. This is a mess. This is really a mess. And I I do, Jack, typically try to give organizations the benefit of the doubt. Jonathan Taylor is not hurt. The Colts are about to pay him $240,000 a week for each of the next four weeks to do nothing. To do nothing. Now, maybe they believe that a running back or two around the NFL will get hurt and then they can trade Jonathan Taylor and get more in return. But you got to appreciate the irony here, right? That They don't want to give Jonathan Taylor a new contract. They don't want to reward him for the type of player he is. But they want other teams to give up significant draft choice compensation and pay Jonathan Taylor what he feels like he deserves. Think about the logic there. Like the Colts, they they can't really have it both ways in my mind. I think they're going to put him on ice. Obviously, they're putting him on ice for the next four weeks, hoping somebody gets hurt somewhere else and that maybe they can get more in return for him. I I think it's a mess. The question you have to ask every time the Colts do anything now, right or wrong, is how much of this is Jim Ursay? It's the point now where when you talk about Frank Reich or then Jeff Saturday or Chris Ballard, or whoever, this feels like an owner-led organization. This feels like the owner is making the decisions. And maybe you guys sit there and say, more power to him. He owns a team. He can do what he wants. Okay. The owner is impetuous. The owner is emotional. The owner is at times illogical. And I think we're seeing all of those things come to fruition at the same time as it relates to Jonathan Taylor. None of this 
has gone well. None of this has been smart, the way they've handled the situation at all. And now they're in a situation where they're going to essentially pay him a million bucks for the next four weeks to just stand there and do nothing. Which, by the way, this helps Jonathan Taylor. What do they always say about running backs? Oh, he's got too much, too much wear and tear. I don't know how much tread on the tire he has left. This is perfect for Jonathan Taylor. He gets to go ahead and make money without having more touches. He's going to play at some point this year. And maybe it's 10 games, maybe it's 12, maybe it's 8. And he'll look great. And this won't affect his free agency after this year at all. So I think Jonathan Taylor has been handling this perfectly. And I think the Colts have been really, really screwing this situation up. Trade of Palooza, we got a multiple trades of note. Browns trade a seventh round pick for kicker Dustin Hopkins, and they cut Cade York. The Eagles swap 2025 pick for Broncos tight end Albert. Oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. The Broncos trade for kicker Will Lutz. Patriots trade for kicker Nick trade kicker Nick Folk to the Titans. Chiefs trade for defensive tackle Neil Farrell Jr. Patriots traded recently for two offensive linemen. The Rams trade for Steelers offensive guard Kevin Dotson. The Bears trade for offensive lineman Dan Feeney. And the Giants trade for Boogie Basham. Right. So what does this tell you? It, it tells you that <clears throat> most teams believe that they can get guys, if they want to upgrade their roster, they feel like they can find guys that get cut and upgrade it that way. There's not that many trades. Right. I mean, we still and we'll get to this, but we still have teams that don't have backup quarterbacks. We still have teams that don't have punters. Right. So like they're just going to sign guys or get guys. You only make a trade if you really feel like there's a hole on your roster and you really feel like you want to make sure you get a specific guy that you feel good about filling that role. Right. So obviously these teams, they wanted what they believe to be good kickers. You know, Sean Payton's very familiar with Will Lutz. Okay. You know, Vrabel really wanted a good kicker. He got Nick Folk. What's interesting to me there is that the Saints and the Patriots are both going with very unproven kickers. That's the thing I think is interesting there. Um, the Eagles for Albert O is, is interesting too because now they have four tight ends. And I do think that that tells you that they basically just didn't want to take the chance that somebody else would claim him off the of waivers. They wanted him. The ones I think are most interesting to me are the Chiefs trading for a D tackle because obviously they feel like they're light there without Chris Jones potentially for a while. Patriots have 11 O linemen on their roster right now after trading for these two young guys. Um, I just like saying Boogie Basham, which is why I included him. The Rams needed a guard, so they got Kevin Dotson. And the Bears, I think, really wanted a swing inside guy, which is basically my role. I was basically like Dan Feeney when I was a player for those seven years. Now we'll move to some of the more surprising cuts. The Cardinals cut quarterback Colt McCoy. Patriots cut backup quarterback Bailey Zappi. Bengals cut quarterback Trevor Simeon, and they will go Jake Browning as Joe Burrow's backup. The Bears cut both Nathan Peterman and P.J. Walker, and they'll go Tyson Badgett as their backup quarterback. Saints cut Bradley Roby. Giants release slot wide receivers Jamison Crowder and Cole Beasley. And the Texans cut linebacker Christian Kirksey. Three of these here that I really like. 
I really want to talk about. The Bears cutting Peterman and P.J. Walker. Congratulations, Tyson Badgen. You know how hard that is, dude? You know how hard that is to be a D2 rookie with no experience and the team cuts both guys that have started NFL games, been around for a few years? P.J. Walker got $2 million guaranteed and the Bears still cut him to go with Badgen. You know, he got an opportunity and he made the most of it. I am thrilled for that young man and his family. The Cardinals cutting Colt McCoy is just bizarre. I mean, how do they look at the guys, the veterans in the locker room, and tell them that they're trying to win games this year? They're doing everything they can to win games this year. That's that's a dangerous, slippery slope, I feel like, for Jonathan Gannon to be in right now. And the Patriots cutting back at Bailey Zappi is interesting. I feel like they will be going ahead and... I said this last night on Twitter, Jack. They're going to they're gonna trade for Brian Hoyer for his eighth stint with the Patriots. That would be amazing. Almost as amazing as the fact that we got college football this weekend. And life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code ROSS. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with Code Ross, the crown is yours. Eagles sign suspended cornerback Isaiah Rogers. Very, very smart. Very, very smart. This I love this about the Eagles because it just proves they're always looking ahead, Jack. They're always thinking about the next year, even though they're going for the Super Bowl this year. And we'll wrap things up. The Bills put edge rusher Von Miller on the PUP and safety DeMar Hamlin does make the final 53. Well, so, you know, I don't think anybody thought that we would see Von Miller the first four weeks anyway. They need to make sure he's 100% right for the stretch run. There's no question there. And the DeMar Hamlin story, man, I mean, I admire, I guess, his courage to even come back to playing in the NFL. That's number one. But then to be able to go out there and play well enough to make the team. Cause I don't think they gave that to him. Like, I, I think that, I mean, I'm sure if it was close, they were going to have him on the team and they were giving the benefit of the doubt, but he still had to go out there and earn it. And that's exactly what he did. Make sure you check out today's fantasy feast podcast. Cause we're going over all of these recent moves from a fantasy perspective. You don't want to miss that. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Let's give some shout-outs like we always do after the show. MyFrontPageStory.com. If you haven't gone to check out the new order page, you need to do that. Such a cool gift. BackOfficeSchedule.com. Go-Bangles.com. SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.